0: Insight, innovation, transformation. Welcome to the Change Healthcare Podcast.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Change Healthcare Podcast. I'm Tracy Byers, Senior VP and General Manager of the Enterprise Imaging Business for Change Healthcare. Today, we'll be talking with healthcare IT leaders from both a hospital and radiology practice about their experience moving medical imaging to the cloud. Jim Schreiner is the CIO at Graham Health System and Eric Lacey is the Director of Clinical Applications and Informatics at Central Illinois Radiological Associates. Jim and Eric will talk to us about the inevitable move to the cloud and what it means for radiology practices, their hospital customers, and how both types of organizations can collaborate to optimize their cloud results. So Jim, can you talk a little bit about your background in healthcare and the trends you've seen in imaging throughout your career? Maybe touch on one positive and one negative.
2: Sure, thanks Tracy. So oddly enough, I'm a CIO, but I started my career as a cost accountant at a small hospital in Iowa. And shortly after that, I moved into the IT world and moved to the Peoria area and worked for two larger healthcare organizations there. And that's where I met Eric about 20 years ago, and we've been close friends ever since. So I joined Graham in 2003 as the IT director, and I was offered a seat at what they call the big table as a CIO in 2013. Graham is a small rural community hospital in West Central Illinois. We've got a total of 86 beds. So I've been in healthcare long enough that digital digital imaging didn't exist in my early years. Graham was just getting into PACS when I joined in 2003. So we were working with a local developer, and we developed a homegrown PACS and ran that for five years. We also used a small local radiology practice consisting of two physicians to do our, our reads for us. In 2008, we decided we needed to go mainstream with a, a large PAX player in the market at that time. And as needs and expectations changed, the small practice that we used was acquired by CIRA. And that's how we got to know CIRA. And, and they began doing our reads for us. Um, some of our needs were, you know, we needed faster turnaround times and better specialty reads than we could get with a 2 physician practice. And CIRA was able to offer that for us. And then several years later, Eric joined CIRA and we got to rekindle our working relationship, which, uh, which really helped strengthen the partnership between Graham and CIRA. So trend wise, I mean, I've been around long enough that, you know, EMRs were not even a thing. I mean, I've seen, I've, I've gone from key punch charges all the way to, you know, implementing an EMR and then moving that EMR to the cloud. Trend wise for us right now, obviously security is a, a big thing for Graham and for all, all of healthcare and then uh, meaningful use or, you know, for us using our systems in a meaningful manner. So, you know, those are some of the trends I'm seeing right now.
1: Those are great. And it's, uh, it reminds me of a conversation I had uh, with um, another radiologist, just talking about how that moved from uh, film to digital was such a, an inflection point for innovation in the industry, and some would argue that this move to the cloud is possibly another inflection point of the same magnitude. So Eric, maybe you could talk a little bit about your background in healthcare and how you came to meet Jim, and I'm assuming it wasn't uh, through cost accounting.
3: Great. Right. Uh, thanks. Um, so I, I've also seen that that change, and although I haven't been around quite as long as Jim, sorry, Jim. Uh, I, I have seen the transition from, from film into packs, and now packs into the cloud. And I've had a couple different roles within uh, a large hospital organization that, that Jim and I met in. Uh, and I've worked for uh, a vendor in the past for uh, focused on women's health. And now, obviously, I'm with CIRA. Um, at CIRA, I serve as the director of clinical apps and informatics and uh, overseeing and helping manage close to 200 interfaces that allow us, uh, interpretation from, from any facility on any of our workstations and, and help, um, you know, maximize our our opportunities for billing and business intelligence operations and all of the other analytics downstream from that. My roles over the years have allowed me to experience radiology workflow from different points of view, uh, from support to, uh, management of, of large, uh, packs and, uh, been sitting down with radiologists and kind of walking through workflows. And I've had, or I, I believe I've had the unique perspective of uh, seeing a significant evolution within the infrastructure and medical imaging software as a whole. Uh, and as we've transitioned from physical to virtual servers and now virtual servers to the cloud, we've really noticed that cloud doesn't always equal cloud with all of our, our vendors that are out there. Uh, some folks uh, claim cloud uh, as a disaster recovery or for backups. Um, other applications offer that that lift and shift, where it's just a transition of your VM environment into uh, a cloud environment, which does reduce your footprint within your data center, but doesn't really offer you that cloud native solution and some of the benefits of that that we'll talk about. And I think CIRA's focus has been and will continue to be partnering with vendors that offer or working on those cloud native solutions because of the benefits. Uh, And we can, again, we can dive a little bit deeper into that as as we discuss these things.
1: Thanks Eric, that that was great. You know, I just was uh, talking with CLASS, uh, the organization out in Utah about the definition of cloud and cloud native. And, you know, one of the things I'm always mindful of as a vendor is the technology for the sake of technology is, is dangerous. It's, it's not helpful. And, you know, I like to think about it in terms of what's the problem we're looking to solve. So I'm curious from your perspective, what's the top one or two problems that you think that a cloud native solution for imaging really helps you solve?
3: Yeah. I don't know if there's just two, and I probably won't put them in the right in the right order here, but um, one thing for a radiology practice our size is is some of that transition into the cloud and out of your data center and the supportability, uh, the the transitioning from the the thin client or, or from like a thick client to a thin client or, or zero footprint client and how you can better manage that across your your disparate environments that you have and and are able to um, better manage it. Um, I think the other thing, and and Jim mentioned it earlier, is is security and uh, everybody has that kind of the forefront of their mind right now and and the concern for security and the ransomware attacks that you read about. Um, And it it really does kind of shift some of that function of, of security and uh, off, off to your vendor or to your partner, um, where they can better manage it and, and be focused on it. Whereas maybe a, a smaller radiology group, smaller hospital, or even some of the larger ones that they're gonna be pulled in different directions and they can't sit there and focus uh, on some of the security aspects as, as much as they probably need to or would like to.
1: Yeah, those are some great points. Jim, from your perspective, you know, moving medical imaging to the cloud, um, from the hospital vantage point, are there different problems, or are they the same that you are looking to solve with cloud?
2: I'd say pretty much the same as what Eric laid out. Um, security is always top of mind, and uh, he, he's right. Lessening some of that burden on our staff is uh, is a wonderful thing, and then just the management of the application and the storage and the compute and the backups and all that, all those things. Um, you know, I've got a fairly small staff, and I guess the, the biggest thing we were looking to get, aside from you know reducing some of that, is um, is is to have a partner like Change um, who uh, who can do some of that for us. Because you know we're we're in kind of a rural area; it's it's hard to find talent here. Um, I I just lost one of my guys; his his last day was today, and uh, it's going to be hard to replace him. So lessening that burden and and, uh, putting that on some of our partners is is extremely attractive to us.
1: Well, we we really value and appreciate the partnership and the trust that you place in us. And, you know, it's it's a great point about security. I am reminded about a story I heard last week uh, in working with, you know, our early beta customers where when we find a vulnerability in the software, we're able to deploy it across uh, our cloud-native network instantaneously. Uh, and that means no downtime for the radiology practice or the hospital. And I can imagine that those things, um, not having to schedule you know, updates and take the system down, that those things are Fundamentally different in the cloud, and and probably a, a welcome relief for sure.
3: Yeah, and and really not in in the cloud native environment. Not only are you seeing that, but you're also seeing uh, uh, and those enhancement requests. You're seeing turnarounds in that six to eight week process, and and you're not seeing where it's a it's a major version uh, release. Six months, a year, or eighteen months down the road, uh, it's really something that you ask for. Uh, it gets vetted out. It gets coded in in a cloud native environment with the containerization. It allows for uh, DevOps to to move that forward much faster. So that's the other big benefit that we're starting to recognize, uh, just to kind of keep some of the usability heuristics that the radiologists have developed over the years, and then recognize maybe aren't in this specific application or that specific application. If it is cloud native. And you have a good partnership with that vendor, you can give feedback and you can see a response, encoded response within a timeframe that we've never seen in the past.
1: I love that story. I remember you telling me at RSA, and I uh, thought that that was great. And it's like, uh oh, now the now the radiologists are going to have a new expectation of how fast they get to see their suggestions implemented. So it's, uh, it's a yeah, it's
3: There's a slight frustration there because again, cloud doesn't equal cloud, right? So uh, to to most radiologists, they just hear, oh, this this application's moved to the cloud. I have a new expectation now. Um, and if it's just been that that lift and shift to the cloud. The expectation is the exact same as it was for any any development work, um, but when you move into that cloud native, you really do see a big difference in, in benefit.
1: Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you, it's it's equally exciting for our engineering and development teams. You know, they love to hear the customer feedback of something that they've listened, a problem they've been told about, and they go work on it, and to get that feedback right away about did we hit hit the nail on the head uh, in terms of implementing a solution or a change. So it it works both ways in the partnership. So you both of you are are really on, uh, I think, the leading edge of uh, healthcare IT leaders making this transition. And I'm sure um, that you've learned a lot of lessons so far. Um, So Jim, I'm curious, um, what advice would you have for other CIOs uh, of health systems in the steps to take around selecting the right cloud solution?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, they should choose change healthcare, right? <laughs> um, but the uh, the right solution, you know, really has to be the right solution for the hospital and their radiology partner. So, um, you know, Graham has a strategic partnership with with Sarah with a focus on you know patient care, and and the design has to be solid. And that's one thing I was really impressed with when you know Eric referred me. We we were starting to go down the road to to change vendors and. Eric referred me to Change Healthcare, and one of the things I was impressed about when we started talking about solutions was, you know, the attentiveness to Graham and the design that was that was put forth to really meet Graham's needs. So, you know, I think it's a three-legged stool. It ha- it has to be a a solid partnership between the application provider, the, the radiology company, and the hospital. So, you know, right now we're we're at a point where our primary PACS is on-premise, but our secondary copy is in the cloud. And I'm really looking forward to the day when, when we can put the entire solution in the cloud. Um, but, you know, if we're going to do that, we have to be able to pull those studies as fast as we do on-premise to avoid delays to the radiologist. So, you know, we're looking forward to that, um, in the, hopefully in the not-too-distant future.
3: Yeah, I, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Jim. I, I I think it's kind of the same same for us as we look at uh, vendors and and the way that we manage, or the, at least Sarah manages our relationship with our clinical application vendors or informatics vendors. Uh, we don't we don't necessarily even call them vendors. I know that's, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but uh, we look for a partner, not a vendor. You know, just as uh, we we partner with our hospitals to provide the most subspecialized care. Uh, you need to partner with your vendor and look at them that way. And in my wife's line of work, they they use that phrase walk alongside this person and in, in order to get to where you both want to be. Uh, it's a phrase that means work together to accomplish something that you can both benefit and grow from. Uh, and vendors sell, partners build. and you know when we're when we're looking at strategic partners to walk alongside us to develop that that edge in the market that that we serve, uh, and the edge for CIRA is better patient care. I think it is for Graham as well, obviously. So that's what I love about what we get to do every day um, is that we get to build systems that impact the workflows that 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 really can impact lives and impact care.
0: That's great. Thanks, Eric. You're listening to the Change Healthcare Podcast. We're enabling a better, more efficient healthcare system. Whether you need to improve operational efficiency, optimize financial performance, or enhance the consumer experience, we offer the industry insight and innovative technology to help you meet your objectives. Learn more at changehealthcare.com.
1: You know, I know um, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the most important steps in thinking about how to select a cloud solution. Um, I guess... One question, Eric, I have for you is: How can you tell uh, if you have a shared vision with a potential technology partner organization? What were some of the things that um, you know, maybe your fears, um, and and how uh, those got addressed, and and uh, you know how, how you thought about um, you know just making sure that you, you had a real partner?
3: I think as you start to to have that discussion with them, and and you you start to talk about some of the hurdles or concerns you have about that that transition for adoption into a, a, a product that's a little bit different than than what your physicians and as they as they start to respect that and understand it, and, and you walk through these things, uh, then you start looking at the roadmap and see if your roadmaps align. What's important beyond just packs or beyond just imaging. Uh, to Cirra and there are, there are things that align within that roadmap if it's if it's tying into third party applications for post processing if it's tying into actionable results and documentation or, or appropriate documentation for ED discrepancy workflows if you have quality spaces out there that you you really want to see grow or transition into those quality spaces if you don't currently have them and you want to see them transition and and be completely integrated into the physician's workflow where they'll actually participate uh, in the process for peer review or tech UI that can, again, better the department, better the hospital and and overall better, uh, patient care. Um, I think that's what you start to see. And, and, you look for the, the scalability of that system. Is it going to grow with, with your practice or with your hospital? Um, what's the availability of it and the uptimes that, that would accompany that, uh, and, and, and then from, uh, supportability, is that something that, that, uh, is going to transition from, as I mentioned earlier, that thick client management into a, a zero footprint viewer that can that can really free up some FTEs, and where you're not chasing your tail trying to troubleshoot things on specific clients.
1: Yeah, that's great, Eric. Thank you. So, Jim, I'm wondering um, if you might talk a little bit about what your um, team's reaction was when you. Uh, broached the idea of taking uh, an imaging solution to the cloud. Did you get any resistance or was there excitement? what was what was the team's reaction? I would
2: say it was more excitement than resistance. Um, you know I, it, cloud is kind of scary. It, you know it, it, Graham has gotten more comfortable with it over the last five to six years. and uh, you know it's about five or six years ago that we moved our EMR to the cloud. And I will tell you that that was the single most scary thing I've done in my entire career. When you're picking up your entire EMR and moving it to the cloud. And, you know, it was a, it was a rough, oh, three or four months and uh, everything smoothed out. And my team is very happy with that. And, you know, the same is true with, uh, with change healthcare. Um, when, when we went through the project, project went really smooth and, and uh getting things to the cloud was very smooth and my my team was extremely pleased with it. But, um, from my standpoint, you know, from a, from a cost perspective, um, I enjoy the cloud model because it's more of a subscription model, if you will. I mean, it's a, it's predictable spend instead of a an upfront capital cost that you have to, you know, budget a lot of, a lot of money for. So, um, you know, and, and as Eric mentioned, the, uh, the zero footprint viewer and and the availability. I mean, anytime, anywhere. It's uh, all those things just make a lot of sense um, for Graham. So, uh, from an ROI pers- ROI perspective, Graham w- really isn't looking to cut costs necessarily. But you know, with the advances in technology and the difficulty finding talent, we're looking to maintain and avoid rising costs over time. So that was one of our drivers there.
3: Yeah, I I think we're all excited about technology and and what's happening in the market. And there are benefits of eliminating or reducing your PACS data center footprint. Um, When you come up on hardware refresh, And I mean, all those things can be a financial motivator. Uh, Again, though, and I think I said it before, uh, and much more important, the prospect of providing a higher level of clinical care through simplifying access to imaging through single sign-on uh, for what were traditionally these seven or eight disparate systems and and different different keyboard shortcuts, different display protocols, tool sets—all of this had to be managed independently. You're bringing it into a single workflow for the radiologist that allows them to not have to think about those types of things during their interpretation process. Um, you know, you, we said it again: we outsource some of the security anxieties that we have out there that are obviously at the forefront, but. Uh, eliminating maintenance and upgrade down uh, and and upgrade downtimes, uh, or at least severely reducing them, um, and it allows for a radiology group, maybe a little bit different than a hospital. Uh, it allows for ease and flexibility and volume changes for us. We could have, uh, we could see variables and volumes year to year, dependent on the organizations that we're serving uh, and maybe their transition to a product that we're more comfortable with maybe we act as a PAX overlay for a year or two years and then don't. So we see our volumes vary uh, significantly year to year, not in what we interpret, but in how we interpret those volumes and the relationships that we have
2: with our clinical app partners. Yeah, I agree, Eric. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned single sign-on because I, I forgot to mention that earlier, but you know, we're starting to have more and more of our applications move that direction, time to active directory, which you know it, it makes the whole onboarding offboarding process and security a lot easier, and the whole maintenance of that uh, that user profile a lot easier for us too. So uh, we really enjoy that.
1: Those are great points. and I, I think one of the other things um, that a cloud native um, application really starts to enable is the use of artificial intelligence. And I think by all accounts, still relatively, early in its uh, maturity stage in imaging, but certainly huge potential. I'm curious, Eric, whether the decision to move to the cloud was influenced at all by artificial intelligence and how you're thinking about it uh, for Sierra.
3: Yeah, I think it was. Uh, We have uh, some AI within our environment uh, even, even prior to moving to the cloud, but I think transitioning to the cloud, you're going to see Uh, Again, as we talked about DevOps and the the tie-in of of applications and uh, future enhancements as quickly as that six to eight weeks, you're going to see direct AI integrations through that that viewer, whether they're uh, imaging AI to help diagnose or in order to help prioritize or assign studies to the appropriate subspecialist. Everything will either be in or look like it's in the same product through uh, the advanced uh, DevOps and, and release of of versions in that timeframe, so uh, you, we're not we're not talking about sending DICOM everywhere when a patient transfers, um, and but we're breaking the glass through maybe a, a matched patient from your HIE. Uh, and we're no longer losing this sending and merging or sending images and merging them, uh, or even worse, re-imaging patients. Uh, I, so I, I guess I'm I'm really looking forward to how AI is going to play a role in that, but also some of the other integrations that maybe we're a little bit lacking uh, with some of the on-prem packs that were out there.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's a great point. And I think certainly having a platform uh, where there are microservices for all of the different pieces uh, of functionality required in an enterprise imaging system, it really does allow for API development so that you get a much uh, broader set of developers that can work on integrations and third-party applications and and uh, things that can help. I think I'm most excited about seeing you know not just artificial intelligence to you know image and diagnosis, but also in workflow. Um, and I think uh, I think we'll we'll see quite a bit of acceleration in both of those areas. Jim, I'm wondering uh, when you look uh, at the future of enterprise imaging. You know, given the cloud and and AI, how do you think it's gonna that that digital transformation is gonna impact healthcare? You know, uh, as we look forward, what do you think's next on the horizon?
2: Yeah, I mean, for Graham, I I really don't have a vision yet for AI here, but but what I do think I I like what I what I think I see coming, I guess, is like I mentioned earlier, having the entire packs in the cloud. You know both the application and the image storage. So you know Graham has a packs, and Hospital A and Hospital B have a packs. and but you know Sarah is the primary user of it to interpret images. So you know we we need the output, you know the images and and uh, and the reports and things like that. So you know it if we can get the whole thing in the cloud and and every hospital has you know their own bucket in the cloud, I think it'll make it a lot easier for. Organizations like Sierra to be able to get to those images, and, and I think Eric touched on it a little bit earlier, but it'll it'll lessen the sending of studies here and there, and, and um, you know, it, and just make it easier to get to all those images. Um, one other thing, I guess I I we're starting to get into now, and I believe we're an early adopter of it. Is your strategy Stratus Image Share, and uh, we we recently implemented that, and we're having very positive feedback and and it's having a positive impact on us getting studies out to other organizations so you know those are those are a couple of things that uh, for Graham anyway that are important for our future
1: yeah that's great and I think certainly we saw that accelerate with covid and uh, while we continue to be uh, challenged with new streams and working remotely uh, you know stratus image share is certainly a, a valuable tool and we know how much everyone wants to stop burning CDs because I don't think I even have a DVD player around anymore to, to read them. So uh, certain, certainly good uh, uh, good innovation.
3: Uh, I think in our environment and, and Jim, maybe even in your environment, uh, a, a lot of hospitals by group policy are, are killing the, the DVD drive and killing USB uh, thumb drives. So it becomes increasingly more difficult to ingest those in or even export them out. Um, so yeah, with the addition of of Stratus and some of the image sharing out there, we're we're definitely seeing uh, some positive outcomes from uh, being able to share those images that we were unable to uh, in the past, yeah, you're
2: absolutely right, Eric. I mean, uh, we're we're getting uh, we're getting told no when we send CDs with images or even with medical records. I mean, people would rather have the paper nowadays than the CD. So. Yeah, this uh, the image share is a great application for that.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think this innovation is going to uh, take us by storm and we're going to look back a few years and uh, be amazed at how fast that all happened. Well, I'm super appreciative, Eric and Jim, for both of your uh, time and willingness to chat with us today. I also, um, from Change Healthcare's perspective, really, um, like you said, Jim, the three-legged stool uh, so feel very lucky to, to, to have that um, partnership with both Sierra and Graham, uh, because I think that together uh, we're able to innovate in ways uh, that we wouldn't be able to do on our own. So we're, we're really grateful for that input. Thank for our not. listeners, yeah, no, we're happy to have you. Um, for our listeners, don't forget to check the show notes for links to resources and contact information related to today's show. And stay tuned to the Change Healthcare podcast for more shows covering the healthcare IT topics that you care about. For more information on medical imaging, the cloud, and other healthcare IT topics, please visit www.changehealthcare.com. I'm Tracy Byers, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.
0: You've been listening to the Change Healthcare podcast. We're focused on accelerating the transformation of the healthcare system through the power of the Change Healthcare platform. We provide data and analytics-driven solutions to improve clinical, financial, administrative, and patient engagement outcomes in the U.S. healthcare system. Learn more at changehealthcare.com.